1: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out. And that's it. All right. I always like to kick things off with something fun. And I want you to make a guess right now. Which state in the United States are you more likely to see unidentified flying objects which state would that be now i'm going to give you a hint i know what you're all thinking new mexico of course it's new mexico no it's not it's actually maryland who knew Two thousand have been spotted there more than any other state why they say because maryland is home to andrews air force base and the u.s naval academy and let me just tell you the crab cakes oh out of this world in maryland yum 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 I think I'm hungry. And on that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smart because every single thing is now a tech thing. And I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess, here with you once again. It's the biggest show. It's the most trusted show. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us as a podcast, a webcast, commercial free and support all of our work by being a member of the Commando community. You can sign up over at commando.com. And a special hello goes out to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825-5254 is the way to join us. And I love to get your questions because I'd love to help each and every one of you. And you can drop me your notes over at the website while you're there, commando.com. There's a link that says email Kim and I read every single note. All righty, you can count on me to check out at least 35 different websites every single morning to make sure that we're both up to date on all things digital. And here are the top five things you need to know that are happening about tech right now. We're going to start with online crooks. Yeah, they're getting more and more sophisticated, but offline scams are actually getting more prevalent than before. Uh, A Nashville woman received a phone call from someone pretending to be from El Paso, Texas, in the Border Patrol office. They told her that a package bound for her home address had a problem. It contained narcotics and documents. So she was told that she needed to pull out ten thousand dollars at a time and put it into bitcoin machines to safeguard her money what i mean you're probably saying like who would ever fall for this okay apparently this is not the first time that they called this woman they previously stole her identity and they had tons of her personal information and they sounded convincing enough because they had all of her details for her to fall for the scheme so Check theft is also on the rise, so don't put any outgoing checks, bill payments, or financial information in your home mailbox. You just want to use the postal mailbox. Take it to the post office if you want to. While you're there, say hello to all the great postal workers. Uh, moving on to number two on our list of five things, Amazon. Amazon processes a ton of returns. And what happens to those returns? Well, popular YouTuber, Connor Gorman, he shared a video where he snagged an Amazon returns pallet from a Detroit liquidator for just $675. Let me tell you, I saw a picture of this thing. It is huge, just stacked and loaded. So, and he said he wanted to start off small. So as he was unwrapping it, he was like, oh, I'm not really sure what's in here. Maybe it's worth a couple of hundred bucks. Maybe it got taken. So inside this return pallet was a kid's car seat, a pregnancy pillow, lawnmower tires, air filters, a set of car coils. Uh, The car coils alone, $1,200. So he walked away with just thousands of dollars by just getting a Amazon return pallet. And then he's going to repackage it and sell it all on Amazon or eBay or OfferUp or Marketplace or wherever. So I started thinking about this. This radio gig doesn't work out. I know what I'm doing next. Number three on our list, this is just smart, really just a smart way to make more money. You may know about Klarna. That's where they offer you the four payments, the easy payments. A lot of people are falling for that. Then they get into debt. Well, they came out with a new app called Shopping Lens. All you have to do is you take a picture of something that you want to buy. And then in return, you get reviews, price comparisons and stores where it's up for grabs. They say over 10 million items are inside the app. Wow. Now, you can take pictures of people wearing the items that you want, but I'm sure they're going to change that, of course, with artificial intelligence. Moving on to number four, everyone just wants an e-bike. Jeremy is one of our IT geniuses. So crazy to me is that he rides his e-bike to work almost every single day, even when it's like 120 degrees out. Wow. I mean, he's not the only one they're a really common way for so many people to get around these days Uh, last year the u.s imported 1.1 million e-bikes record-breaking right there now here's the bummer they're still pretty expensive the good ones you don't want to pay anything less than 500 bucks okay the good ones really start at around 800 to a thousand dollars they also can go up to nine thousand dollars at that point you're like maybe i should just buy a car okay uh, what, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because of money. Uh, you could get a government rebate. A lot of states are putting out incentive programs for e-bikes. Like, for example, in Austin, Texas, the rebates go from two to $600 based upon the price. Uh, extra perks for those of you on the individual customer assistant program. In California, uh, statewide, they're offering up to $1,750 for cargo, adaptive bikes, even some local deals. Colorado, the whole state, $12 million rebate program. Uh, Connecticut, up to $750, depending upon the e-bikes price. In Hawaii, they have a 20% rebate, maxing out at 500 bucks. And they say they're really targeting high school students. So you might want to look for those. When you get an e-bike, make sure you also get a good helmet. Just saying. Uh, Finally, this coming in at number five, say cheese. Now, do you have that person in your family? Maybe it's even you. You just hate to take a picture. Well, Google has brought out this thing called best take. The AI is really good about making you look marvelous. So if you're looking down, if you're closing your eyes, if you have a frowny face, it's going to fix it. It just sifts through all the photos you've already taken and it swaps out that bad look for a really good look. Now, here's the problem is that every photo now is going to be a great photo of you. And, you know, some of the charm and especially kids' photos is like when they have that, like, screaming, uh, terrible tantrum face. They're like, ah, and you're like, okay, I'm going to snap picture of that and show you this when you get married. So, but where can you actually use best take? Um, how about those group photos? Family reunions where you're trying to get everybody to look a certain way and everybody to have their eyes open and everybody to have a big old smile on their face. That's right. Now, the problem is right now, it's only available for use on a Pixel. But you know what that means. They're going to be rolling it out after they work out some of the bugs and good things like that. And speaking of reunions, mandatory temperature checks will be required if you're going to be attending a foreigner reunion concert. I don't know if you heard about this. Because if you're hot-blooded, they're going to check it and see. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, I crack myself up sometimes. All right. All right, coming up, we have signs that an AI voice scam is in your midst. We're also going to talk about some signs that your webcam has been hacked. And, of course, we have a lot more you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show.
2: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Uh, Donna in San Antonio, Texas.
0: I was telling the screener about the 70 stained glass windows in our church. That they've renovated the churches and every church and everything is so bright and pretty. And I was, I went in there to kind of see what they did, and I never realized that they were in sequence in Jesus' life. They weren't just random windows.
1: Oh, how how and, cool is uh, that? That's awesome. And
0: because uh
1: you know, because
0: you'd sit here and there and and they're compared to the size of the church, the windows are relatively small because there's a long there's fourteen long windows and there's five panels each, so depending where you are, you can only really see the ones that are in your immediate area, okay anyway, I think that there are probably other people who have not appreciated them well, and I don't even know if you can see the caption, there's a little caption on each one that's in kind of, I don't know what the font would be, it's it's not that easy to read but um, my digital pictures that I took that day are were not great but I was able to put them on the computer and kind of tinker with it and uh, read all the captions and see them and think that I wanted to do, do a little better job so I contact the professional photographer who is interested in the project and so once I get with him and have my work product, I would like to share this with the people of the parish, but I'm not sure, I don't want to make work for anybody else. Like, mm-hmm. there's a website, but if I give him the work product and say, hey, don't you think this would be a good thing to add to your website, that's for somebody else to do, and you know, I'm sure I'd, you know, check with the pastor, the bishop, you know, go up the chain, but... um uh, I'm sure it would be okay because these windows are beautiful, and I don't think that they're completely appreciated. Um, so, so, so what anyway, is it?
1: So, what is it that you want to do, Donna? What is it that you want to well, do? Well,
0: I would, I would like to advertise the windows, and you know, so that people may want to come in the church just to see the windows. Okay. All right, and uh, that so, would be the first thing.
1: So, do you want to put this on your website or a website or? well
0: if if the church isn't interested i I would like to do that,, okay. but you know, I think it would be most streamlined if it was like a tab on their web, website oh sure yeah they have a few pictures, but but the pictures are always the main altar and the outside front of the church, and you don't see the you don't see the stained glass windows
1: well, you know what I mean so if you if you had the pictures and you told the story i mean you could uh you could conduct a virtual tour. Of the whole story, the whole life of Jesus as being told in these beautiful stained glass windows, uh, you could probably sell some merchandise with the stained glass windows itself at the church if you're looking at making money, you know and uh, that's pretty popular. Uh, you could maybe license some of these photos to Shutterstock or Getty images and make some residual income if somebody needs to use a picture of a stained glass for some reason in their work that they could do that. Um, you could also collaborate with maybe, there's a website called Viator, that's V-I-A-T-O-R, and also TripAdvisor. And so maybe somebody who's visiting, you're near San Antonio, correct? Yes. Okay, so somebody's visiting near San Antonio and they're looking for a religious experience, that maybe, they're, that maybe there are tours that you could help conduct or get the right person there, uh, say you know once a week we're going to have a tour we're going to explain everything that's going around so it's not just for the parishioners but it's for anybody who has an interest okay
0: oh so oh that's great i didn't i didn't know about that that option and then but you see, could. i had thought about the merchandise because the size of them would lend themselves to merchandise but i just missed missed our parish festival so uh, I guess I'll have to wait till next year because that would be a really good time for the merchandise where people pay well, too much
1: for things at auction. <laughs> well, you know, you could you could do the merchandise right now, okay? Because here's 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 what I'm thinking is that there's a website called Printful. That's Printful, print full. and there's another one called Teespring. But Printful, what you can do is take an image and they'll put the image on a bag. They'll put the image on a book. Uh, you know, like a blank book, you can put it on uh-huh. a T-shirt, you can put on a hat, you can, um, you know, whatever, whatever suits your fancy. And what happens is, is that you don't carry any inventory. When somebody buys it, Printful or Teespring, whoever you do, is that they print it and then they box it up and they ship it out, and then you make a few bucks.
0: Oh. Well that's that sounds like what I was hoping would be possible because I you know I don't want to go sit out in the front of the church at a table and sell my wares. Uh it would be this would be uh that sounds good.
1: So you know so there are all these different you know so so think a little bit of outside the box, right? So you, you like you said you you thought about merchandising uh to create some some excitement for if somebody wants to go visit and get a tour at some point, is that you could do a, a Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or maybe a Twitch stream where you're walking everybody around through the church. You could also uh, collaborate maybe with a local university with an art teacher, a history teacher. Uh, I'm sure they'd love to get involved in this project. And you know, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, why don't you give this some thought? And when you have some specific questions about doing X, Y, or Z, is just give me a call back and we can have uh, we can take this all to the next level. And Donna, thank you for your call. Sounds like a great, fun project for sure. Now, that would be a fun project, don't you think? All right, so you picture this. You get a phone call. It's your kid. Uh, they're panicked. They're crying, saying that they've been kidnapped and they need uh, money from you to pay a ransom. You're thinking like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Maybe it's just an AI scam. You see, scammers are using AI tools to clone your kids' voices and other voices of family members to make it sound like they're the ones on the phone because kids' voices are now all over social media and they're probably family members of yours too. Then they use this fake voice to extort money from you. So what can you do? Pay attention to the phone number. If you don't recognize it, call your kid on their phone. Make sure everything's okay. If they claim to be in an accident or kidnapped again, try to contact a family member or your child some other way and be wary of any requests for money, wires, or gift cards. That's always, always a tip off. And joining us right now, we have our amazing content queen, Ali Seligman, on board. Hi there, Al. Hi, Kim. So, you know, you've worked with me for a while. Indeed. And, and so, you know that I've always said, if there's always a better way to do things, and just because we've been doing it a certain way, that we shouldn't always just keep doing it that way. Right?
3: Absolutely. I was, that's funny, I was interviewing somebody for a job today, and I said almost that,
1: <laughs> yeah because there's there's because as times change and your business changes and then you have all these tools that are coming out so like yep. for example many moons ago when i was putting together the kim commando show i would actually like put out like do kind of outlines for the stories yeah and then print them out in from microsoft word And then lay them out on my desk for all three hours (laughs) and then handwrite like story number one, story number two, story three. Yeah. Okay. Then I figured out, I bet you I could use Excel. Okay. How was your Excel phase? Yeah. So that was my Excel phase. (laughs) And then I figured out that I could use Rundown Creator. Oh, man. And, and actually, that was a guy who worked here who said, you know what, we should be using Rundown Creator because that's what all the TV stations use. I'm like, oh, okay. So then we used Rundown Creator. Okay. And then, okay. <laughs> then we sat there and said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to. There's, there there was. Yes. And so now we're using Monday.
3: Yeah, we are.
1: Okay. Yep. Now, what do you like about Monday?
3: Oh, I like that everything is all in one place. I don't have to look around for so many different documents. Um, it's really nice too, the way we have it set up, you can just like open up and collapse things and I, it's just like everything you need right there in one tab, right?
1: And then John's also doing these automations, which is just so helpful. So like, for example, when Maddie and I go through all the stories every morning, and Maddie is a show producer here, and then I say, this should be the third story in hour two. I can put in like two dash three and that thing, that story slug goes Boom.
3: Yeah, it's so cool. If anybody's like, what the heck are you two talking about? Monday is basically it's organizational software that, you know, it's, you can use it for anything. We use it for keeping track of what we're going to cover here on the show, in the newsletters, everywhere else. But, you know, I know companies use it for a million different things with project management.
1: You know, I was talking to Kurt this morning and he's a seller for us. And Kurt said he's going to be putting all the clients Into Monday. Oh,
3: love it. Yeah, Yeah. so
1: this way he said he can do some data analysis and data tracking. I'm like, ooh, Kurt, (laughs) impressive.
3: This is not sponsored by Monday, but Monday, if you're listening. Yes, uh, you
1: should. Please contact us. So what about (laughs) using some AI tools?
3: Yeah, it can shave so much time off, right? You've been using it for a long time. I was going to ask you if you could like, Think of how many hours you think you've spent in chat GPT. <laughs> that might be a hard question.
1: Well, you know, I bop in and out of it yeah. all day. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, sometimes I use it for kind of different purposes. Oh, so, like something I don't know about. Yeah. <gasps> so it's, and so it's like, I had to write a family member, a, an email. Okay. Okay. And, you know, since my mother passed away, and like, she passed the baton to me. Even before she passed, she goes like, you are now in charge of this family. I'm like, no, I'm not. And she's like, (laughs) no, you are. Okay. And so I had to write a family member, uh, a difficult email.
3: Oh, gotcha. Okay. And
1: so I was like, and so I sat there and I was like, okay, where do I start? And I'm like, chat GPT. And so I explained the situation and it actually spit out a pretty darn (laughs) good, email. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so
3: incredible. Okay. So next time you have to write a hard or awkward or scary or whatever <laughs> yes. email, open up chat GPT. Yeah. And that actually leads really well to, you know, one thing that a lot of businesses since social media started, right. Have had trouble with is who's going to do this. Do I, as a business owner, do it? Do I hire someone to do it? It's yeah. only pretty recently that companies actually hire people to do their social media and a lot of small businesses still do it themselves. Um, so if you want a little help with that, chat is actually a really good way to do it, chat GPT. But you have to think really strategically about this. So would you hire a consultant and say, write me social media posts? And that's all you said. Of course not. No. no. And you have to give the same level of information to AI, right, if you want it to do something for you. Here is a new phrase for you. It is called seed phrase. And with AI, a seed phrase is basically a little hint that you're giving the AI, and that could be anything. It might be that you start by saying, in a conversational tone, write about blah, blah, Smart. blah. yes. Or in a friendly voice, um, be careful that you're not giving too many of these and that they don't conflict, right? We don't want to say... Um, be very authoritative and very conversational and very, you know, you need to pick what you want your voice exactly. to be. Or else,
1: yeah. it, or else it just gets all confused or, you know, exactly. or, you know, be authoritative and cute. <laughs>
3: they
1: don't really go together.
3: Hard to do both. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really mean message with a winky face or something. Yeah. So give direction, tell it what tone you want, tell it who you're writing for. Um, one thing that I think is really smart, and Kim, you've done a good job with this, the more you give about your business and maybe there's a phrase that you use as your business. Maybe you have, you know, specific things that you always make sure to say in your social media posts or in your emails. Maybe there's a word that you really love and that people associate with your business. You know, maybe you grow produce and so you always talk about how fresh everything is. Well, tell chat that and then it can start to learn your voice.
1: What I also like about that is when you are using the social media posts and because Ian is my son, uh, as everybody knows, and you know, he's in law school, but he's also doing our social media posts. Okay? Thanks Ian. <laughs> Until we can find somebody. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> but what's really great is is that he's using my account. Yeah. Okay. So that he gets my tone. But what's wonderful is that it adds the emojis and the hashtags. Oh, love that. Yeah,
3: that's really nice too. And one thing I'm not gonna spit all these out right now because you will definitely not remember, but it is worth telling chat. This is how many characters I want this post to be so that you don't get something super long or super short. And actually, let's put this in a newsletter. Next week in our Tech Hacks newsletter, I am going to send out a list of basically the perfect length, you know, the best practices for length on
1: social media posts. Yeah, that's smart because a lot of people don't know. They just go on and on and on or they just say, you know, uh, Biden is doing this. Click. Yeah, click here, (laughs) right?
3: Yeah, I think on Facebook you can do up to like, Sixty three thousand characters. You should not. Uh, So make sure you're getting our Tech Hacks newsletter, and we'll tell you next week how to do that. Um, I did a little experiment actually with ChatGPT to see how good can this thing get at helping with marketing. If you don't know anything about it and want to get your business a better presence online, so I put in a prompt that was: You are a digital marketing expert. I have a small business. I sell fruit at the farmers market, and I am not online. You're going to help me get set up on the web please ask me questions one at a time that will lead me through the process. And then I said, if you understand, let me know you're ready. And it said like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. And then one by one, it asked me these questions and helped me formulate a whole small business plan for marketing my, you know, fake
1: farmer's market that I made up. Now, how how long did it take? How long did it take?
3: I think I was playing in there maybe 20, 15 minutes or so.
1: Gosh, you know what? If you wanted to do that the old-fashioned way, you'd be sitting there for days or weeks.
3: Yes, and then the nice thing is, at this point, once it has taken in all this information about you, because it asks all these questions, right? You know, what do you like? What makes your business unique? Um, Then it's kind of already in your thinking, right? It's, Mm -hmm. It's in your tone. And then at that point, you can say, okay, now based on what you know about my business, write me 10 social media posts. And great, you have a starting place. So you've done all that work ahead of time. Yeah, it really was pretty amazing. You know, the whole time I was doing it, I was like, whoa, this is this yes. is a little
1: crazy. It, it, You know what? It is sometimes because I, you know, because you and I were talking about asking you to do a marketing plan. Yeah. And I'm not going to divulge to everybody what the idea is that I have with small businesses uh, and our newsletters and, and ways that we can help market people with their small businesses. But... Um, but the marketing plan that Chat and I were putting together with this, you know, I was I was astounded. <laughs> I really was. It was like, you know, and, and and it got it, and it was like, okay, so now you need to do this, and now you need to do this, and I, and I was like, okay, now we need to like save this as a Google Doc so so it doesn't get lost.
3: Really, yeah, there are certain things that it's not great at, right? Being funny, uh, a little hard. No, like mm-mm. actually analyzing things, ooh, not great. Um, coming up with ideas, though, awesome. And coming up with things that are like formulaic in that way. Because truly, yes, there is art to a marketing plan, but it's kind of a formula, right? You have to hit certain things. And I'm sure that it is pulling from so many things online that are, you know, the here's how to make the perfect marketing plan. Exactly. (laughs) So it gets all that for you.
1: Now, one of the things that, because before we run out of time, that I think it would be beneficial for everybody to hear is that there are some of these AI chatbots that can look at a url and understand what it is and then of course there's ChatGPT, gpt who's like i'm sorry out of this since <laughs> september 2022 i am not able to you know or whatever it is
3: yeah let me give you an example so We were writing about all the stuff on sale for Amazon Prime Day. And turns out, writing descriptions for a ton of products is a lot of work. And so I thought, well, why don't I get chat to help me gather up some of the specifics on these? So I put a link into ChatGPT. Hey, can you help me write a description about this product? Nope, can't do that. Okay, I put it into Google Bard. Can you help me? Nope, can't do that. Then I went to Bing. Bing. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Bing.com. You go to Bing. There's a little conversation bubble. You click that. That opens up the AI. I put it in and Bing knocked it out of the park. Seriously.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, gosh. I know. know, You know, it's so funny because, you know, even two years ago, (laughs) Bing was just like a joke. You'd be like, oh, come on. You're using Bing. I mean, that's crazy stuff. All right. So uh, you're going to write all this up. You're going to throw it inside of a Tech Hacks newsletter which means that if you're listening, you want all these links, you want everything for this type of know-how for your small business, you should definitely sign up for our free newsletters over at getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. Allie, you're doing an amazing job. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kim. All right, back to the phones we go with Matthew in Baltimore, Maryland. You know what,
2: uh... Love listening to your show. I think I've got a very good idea, a grasp, I should say, of security and privacy apps for my desktop computer, a little bit lesser amount for my mobile phone, but for my TV, I have absolutely no idea. And it kind of came to an issue recently when I decided that I wanted to get the Weather Channel app for a Samsung TV. It's like $3 a month, not much. So it seemed like a great deal. Mm -hmm. And I'd almost completed the application on the TV screen until I asked for my visa number and three-digit security code. There was no option for paying through PayPal. And so basically I just bailed and thought, I'll do this later. But, uh, you know, again, my desktop PC has tons of security and privacy apps, and I can use a VPN if I want to. Uh, But the TV, I don't think, has anything loaded on it. And so I tried to navigate over, and I think, thought to myself, how do I do this? So my, through Firefox on my computer, it would be easy. Through the mobile phone, I go to the Play Store. What do I do with my TV? I couldn't get it to work. And then finally I was thinking, I don't know if it's necessary, but then I read that the Weather Channel has been hit twice in big lawsuits or violating privacy laws. They were selling, I guess, customer geolocation to third parties. Nice. That happened twice. Yeah. You have to wonder how many times they really did it and weren't caught. So uh, I kind of have a big question mark about the TV.
1: Well, you're right. You know what? It is a concern because the TV is on the Internet, right? It is. Absolutely. Okay. And so you wouldn't have your computer on the Internet without certain precautions. So that's why it's Super important that if you want to put your TV on a Wi-Fi network is that you don't put it on your primary network, you put it on a guest network. So Uh. the whole idea is that if the TV gets compromised, it's not going to get, it's not going to have those traces, those tracks that's going to go, oh, look, here's Matthew's desktop computer. Let's go over here because this way the two paths won't cross, right? Mm. Uh, You can also set up a router. uh, Pardon me. You can also set up a VPN on the router. Uh, so that this way these in, these connections will be encrypted. But it does bring up a good point because you are transferring a lot of data, a lot of information. Now, the good news is, is that I think we are pretty darn near close where when you want to buy something on your television that you're going to get a QR code and then you can do facial recognition on most apps, okay? So this way we're not sitting there typing in all this information on a keyboard, on a TV, which is just so freaking annoying. Number one. Okay. It's like, really? Okay. And the on screen keyboard don't even get me started on that thing. It's just a nightmare, especially if you need to have an upper and lower case on your password or whatever it is. So, so, you know, the answer to the question is that is to, is the, the answer to this question is that you want to put, your internet of things devices separate from your primary network which is your real network and then you set up a guest network and so that this way if one gets compromised talking about the guest network somehow they get in is that they're not going to have access to your personal information your financial documents whatever it may be that's on the primary network very good question matthew thanks for your call today all right, if you ever look at your PC or Mac and you notice that your webcam light is on and you haven't opened your camera, it's a creepy feeling, isn't it? So it could be a hacker, or it could be some admin in a chat room who can remotely take over your webcam. It's pretty terrifying. So here are some signs that your webcam might be hacked. The light is on when you're not using it. It should only come on when your camera is in use and you know about it. Maybe get some weirdo icons or unfamiliar programs that just pop up on your desktop. You have these, maybe somebody installed software to access that webcam. Uh, Number three, you get unexpected pop-ups or documents in your files. Yeah, red flag. Or maybe your friends start receiving weird messages and emails from you. It could be compromised and hackers are sending and receiving data from it. And finally, browser extensions just pop up that you didn't install yourself. They could be using these to access your webcam And another clear sign is if the light turns on whenever you open your browser. You can find me 24-7 at commando.com.
2: This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.